Hey friends, it's Amber, aka The Adult and Queen, your host of Sip and Sunday, the podcast. I'm an educator and lifestyle content creator helping millennials and Gen Z navigate adulting because hashtag adulting is ghetto. Sunday is a day of rest and self-care, but what you do on Sunday sets the tone for the rest of your week. Grab your favorite drink and sip with me as we talk about various topics related to adulting. Welcome back to another episode of Sippin' Sunday, the podcast. I'm your host, Amber, aka The Adulting Queen. I hope May has been going great for you so far. It is flying by already, and I do not like that for us. Like, this is crazy. On Instagram, someone posted, how are we five months into a year that started two weeks ago? And that is very relatable. Like, please pump the brakes, 2023. Today is Mother's Day, so shout out to all the moms and mom figures. We literally would not be here without you. We know there is no manual to life, but there is most definitely no manual to parenting. So shout out to you all doing the best you can every day to raise the future generations of this world, to raise us. We just appreciate everything that the moms have done. Moving on to our adulting while black portion of this show, which highlights a black owned business that anyone can use to help you through your adulting journey in some way or another. This week's business is Mother Lovin'. Mother Lovin' provides everyday home essentials that are safe for you and your home. The luxury and non-toxic candles are handcrafted with high quality ingredients that are eco-friendly, naturally sourced, and free of paraffins and parabens. The wooden wicks are also eco-friendly, which allows your candle to have a cleaner, slower burn with a crackle sound to give you a cozy fireplace vibe. I love the fun names of the candles like Sunday Brunch. That is the one that caught my attention first, of course. Mama, you're doing a good job. Perfect for Mother's Day or reminding a mom in your life that she's got this. And nine o'clock, don't bother me for the person that has the phone on Do Not Disturb to wind down and prepare for the next day. There's tons of other cute candle names. There's one perfect for anybody in your life or for yourself. I'm guilty of buying all the candles for myself. And if you would like to purchase a candle for you or someone you love, you can use code Sunday for 25% off of your purchase. The code is Sunday. For future Adulting While Black features, send me a message on social media at The Adulting Queen if you or someone you know has a business you want to highlight. You can purchase your Adulting While Black merchandise on my website, www.theadultingqueen.com. Our guest this week is Sam from Adulting SOS. I met Sam on Instagram from our shared interest of helping people navigate adulting. Sam is a technical adult who is still figuring it out and enjoys connecting with and helping others. Far from a know-it-all, more of a want-to-know-it-all in the world of adulting. Her goal is to create community-centered content surrounding the idea that we are constantly learning and giving you the tools to navigate the adult world. I hope you enjoy this conversation of all things adulting, ranging from work, finances, where we learned about adulting, and more. Welcome, Sam, to Sippin' Sunday, the podcast. I'm very excited to have you on. Let our listeners know what you're sipping on or what is your favorite drink. And it doesn't have to be alcoholic. So, hi, I'm Sam from Adulting SOS. Today, all day, I've been sipping on water because hydration is heat and it's getting too hot uh, out here in life. But my favorite yeah. drink is 
probably like the Martinelli's like very pure apple juice. It's something about it. It's very crisp. I enjoy it a lot. And it's funny because um I'm sipping that this isn't what's funny, but I'm sipping ginger um tea from Trader Joe's, this like juice ginger thing they have because I feel like I'm getting sore throat and I can't have that. But the funny thing when you mentioned the Martinelli's apple juice on planes, I always order apple juice. I don't know why. Like if I'm on a plane, I'm like, okay, I don't want so I'll get water, but it's usually apple juice. And it made me think like, what are people's airplane drinks? Like, what do they get when they go on the airplane? And I get apple juice. You know, I feel like I never really get like an option on the airplane. They're like, you can have water or soda. And I'm like, we're too high up. The air is too, it's too thin for me to really be doing soda. So let me hydrate. Yeah, I usually get water because one time when I flew, I didn't feel well. And so now every time before I get on a plane, I just get a bottle of water because even though you can alert attendants, it's too much trying to get mm -hmm. their attention. If you're in the yes. window seat, it's, it's a lot. So I just make sure I go on with water bottle already. But if they come around, I ask for apple juice. Makes sense. I don't know. I'm gonna try that. So I'd love to hear everybody else's airport drink. I feel like it's probably water as well. Some people drink on the plane. I do not because again, I don't want to risk not feeling well. And yeah. drinking on the plane doesn't sound good to me. Yeah. And I normally am knocked out as soon as we start taxiing. So let I'll have something nearby maybe and it's usually water, but I'm not drinking because I'm not gonna You're actually asleep. do anything with it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I feel like there could be a whole another episode just about airplane etiquette and what you do when you're traveling. We'll have to put a pin in that one. <laughs> <laughs> next time, next time. Yes. So let me know what age do you believe you became an adult if you feel that you've reached that age already? Okay, so I feel like adulthood is really like a journey, not like a destination. So I feel like there were certain parts of adulthood that I've like, I unlocked at like 18 versus like mm -hmm. 20 versus 21 versus 25 slash 26 when I had to go get my own health insurance. And then now I'm 31 and I'm just like, this is a whole other level of adulting that I'm unlocking now. And like, there are plenty of days where I'm like, oh, I'm nobody's adult. Please be for real. Uh, <laughs> the way I dyed my hair because I'm excited about the Little Mermaid. Please. Oh my God. I just saw somebody else post like, oh, I think I need to dye my hair now because the Little Mermaid. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. So, uh, you know, plenty of days where I'm like, um, this is not real life. And then there are other days where I'm at work and I have like a to-do list a mile long and I'm like, and I got that done and I got that done and crushed it because I'm a grown up, you know? Like, yeah. So, I really, really feel like... I agree with you that this is definitely a journey. I mean, I I feel like an adult, but I also mm -hmm. agree that like once you hit 30, you're like, what the heck? This is way more difficult and challenging than what we thought in our 20s. But it Absolutely. also gives you like a revelation of like, okay, what is life now? Like in your 20s, mm -hmm. you felt like it was okay to mess up. It was okay to like do wild, crazy things. And then 30, you're mm -hmm. like, is this acceptable? But like it is because like you said, it's a journey. You can do what you want. You're still going to make mistakes, but it just seems like more pressure at 30 mm -hmm. plus. But when you're like actually asked your age, you're like, wait, how old am I? And then right. think 30 plus is old, but then like being 30, I'm like, this is not old. I know nothing like this mm -hmm. is 
still new and discovering and I genuinely just forget that I am almost 32 years old. Like I say that so often because that's how often I forget that I'm almost 32 years old. I definitely felt that because like the number of times somebody would be like, oh yeah, how old are you? And I was like, not not 20 something. That's 31. And somebody recently asked me too, like how old was I? And you don't really get asked too often, like again, as you're Mm -hmm. older, nobody's asking you how old you are all the time. So when they asked me, I was like, I'm, uh, I was like, uh, Mm -hmm. 31. I am 31 years old. That's how old I am. Yeah. And I think too, like there, like with the pressure thing that you had said, like there are plenty of people who, even though they are like full grown adults, they also do not like take care of things like they're adults. Like, and they be in their 60s and 70s. And so, like, there is that level of pressure where I'm like, "Mm, no, girl, get it together because we're trying to do better. And then on the other hand, I'm like, okay, but like, how many people really have it together? Nobody. So, like, I try to, like, have a balanced mind. I try to have a balanced mind. Anybody has it together. And I don't think that only because it's impossible to balance everything that life throws at you at once. And I don't think everybody is good at everything because if everybody was good at everything, the world would just be revolving perfectly. We'd be all just dandy, not even having to talk about this. So I don't Mm -hmm. think anybody is perfect at anything or like that everybody has it all together, I'll say, um, because Mm -hmm. it's impossible. Like, I feel like when you do feel like everything's together, something throws it off. You're like, ooh, I washed the dishes. My house is clean. I did my laundry. I paid all my bills. I go to get an oil change. Now my brakes are like broken. Like there's (laughs) there's something that goes on no matter what. Yeah, and I think like, I try to keep that in mind too, but like, I think, like there are certain people that like just live in life and they're just like I'm just living life recklessly and forget anybody else and like that is the problem like I'm not doing that I do take other people into consideration when I do stuff and yeah. so there, that's the bar sometimes yeah like some days where I can't get nothing right I'm just like the the bar it's low but I didn't I didn't mess anybody up on my journey of yeah like, no that's not like a was, good was going wrong that's a good way to view it too of like you are doing things for yourself but you're taking into consideration other people and not necessarily so much as their feelings but like what just popped into my head is like okay if you think like I want to go kill somebody today or I'm gonna go like run somebody off the road or like I'm gonna go do whatever insert thing that would harm somebody else that's doing what you want to do, but it's probably not the best decision. That was an extreme, right. extreme example, but like I feel like that's kind of what you're saying of like you're yeah. making choices for yourself that are healthy, that are not harming somebody else or making somebody else suffer along. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, this adulting horrible so you kind of touched a little bit but what does adulting mean to you and also talk a little bit about adulting SOS and how you started that as well sure so um to me adulting means like you are doing your best to honestly get it together um and I started adulting SOS because I had I had a lot of time during the pandemic and I was just like you know I keep finding out about all of these different things, all of these different strategies that people have. And at first it was like about personal finances. Mm-hmm. And then as I was finding out stuff like related to personal finances, then I was finding out 
stuff about health insurance and then like 401ks and like different strategies for like essentially like organizing and optimizing my life and I was like mm-hmm. do people know no they don't this thing? and everybody I talked to was like no I had no idea and I was like well why doesn't why doesn't anybody know I'm gonna tell people and so I decided I was gonna write a blog because I have like kind of always enjoyed writing Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of my uh, one of my first loves, my first mediums. Um, I had several diaries and stuff as a kid, um, and so like I really, really wanted to get back to that. I feel like during the pandemic, we all kind of, if we had the space to, like, wanted to get back to like who we were as kids. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people did that, and so for me, that turned out to be writing. Um, and so I did a lot of writing. I wanted to start with. Um, personal finance, career things, and then relationships with people, um, which were kind of like the things that I was focusing in on in my life. Relationships, I, um, I've i always really like prided myself in being yeah. able to with people. And I used to be a social worker. And so like people engaging, emotions, all that stuff has always been like my bag. And then personal finances, I was like, did you know you can save money by doing X, Y, Z? And like, literally, that was all the conversations I was having with people. And I was like, I feel like people are probably annoyed with me. So I'm gonna just write it down and they can read it or not. But I got it out there. And that was the point. And then, um, uh, and then career management, I it was trying to navigate what I was going to do next with my career and so I was like I don't know what's happening but this is what I'm finding out as mm-hmm. I'm going along with and so those are the three categories that I started with um I also had a couple of uh a couple of guest writers some friends some family members um as they had time and they were like I want to contribute and I, was like, I love that because sometimes you get burnt out run out of things to say and so it was really cool yeah. also getting other perspectives and it's people not just hearing from me yeah and that's like when I started it I actually started the adult queen before the pandemic but people didn't really I mean people knew people who know knew me knew but people who like learned about it didn't realize that because the pandemic is definitely what helped propel it and get it to a broader audience but I actually started because I love brunch that is no secret everybody knows that I love brunch <laughs> If you're new here, surprise, I love brunch. Um, So people always ask me like the first question is like, oh, where should I go brunch? And literally insert any city and I can like either tell you somewhere I've been or I can just find a good place from Google, like searching, TikTok now, whatever it was. And then traveling because I always was somewhere. Now I've been picking back up traveling but people would always ask like um where are you going or like what about these hacks or like um you talk about finance and like that ties into traveling like how to budget for it like using credit card hacks or using things to save money and then just general questions because I worked with college students but money is one that I feel like people always default to like even if I tell people about the adults and queen they're like oh so you're giving like finance tips and I'm like well, adulting is way more than just right. finance. Um, it's a big part of it. It's a huge stressor. It unfortunately like runs a lot of our life because we need money to do anything. Um, even the basic stuff that we did not ask to have Damn, to do. Capitalism. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but the, I feel like adulting is way more than just money. And I think that when we learn that, it helps a lot because you don't, become as stressed but it's not saying like just never think about money but like don't run your life and rule it around 
your finances because that's gonna give you a headache and I do feel like if you're more well-rounded in the other areas like you mentioned of balancing or whatever it is about adulting that just helps you to kind of have a clear mind on other things like if you can organize like your grocery list you organize the stuff in your house you organize how you like move and pack and like getting rid of things that helps you with your finances because then you can organize your finances it's like kind of all connected and you know what's funny? Like for me, it was actually the opposite. Like I started with my personal finances and started organizing mm-hmm. things. And then I was like, well, if I can do that, that was really hard. If I can do that, I can organize this other part of my life. And what about this other part? And then like, just as I was like started kind of figuring stuff out, mm-hmm. I would have conversations with family members and be like, did y'all know that you could do da, 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 da? And they were like, no, I had no idea. And I was like, so like, how, who? Who was teaching us the things? How are we no supposed one, to know? No one. Well, I mean, no now we are, but no one. <laughs> like, if I even think about just being an adult, I don't think, I can't remember any specific conversation that somebody was like, this is how you be an adult or this is how you do certain things. I feel like the only things we were taught is like, get a job, save money, go to college because that might get you more money Mm. um you're complaining that you don't want to be a kid but like you're gonna wish you were a kid when you become an adult like those you don't know what it's like I still don't know what it's like because every day is a fight we're trying to figure (laughs) out but like those are the things I feel like you were mostly told by adults about being an adult like nobody said like this is how you save money this is how you even open a bank account like this is why you need an id card this is why you need to do certain things yeah i think for me like i i ended up like in a lot of situations where people told me like go ahead and do this thing and the way i grew up i was just like oh, okay you're a grown up i'm gonna i'm gonna just listen like one day my dad he he was like hey we're going to the mall and I was like oh okay cool what are we doing he's like just let's go there was a bank of America in the mall and so he was like I was like 18 at the time he was like you're 18 now you need a bank account and I was like oh do I all right and so I still have that bank account to this day <laughs> because I'm like I don't know am I supposed to close it am I supposed to change it I don't know <laughs> but like I've added other ones since but I'm like this one it's here it's special yeah 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 but then um but then in high school I do remember my senior year they they had a class they had a class that we were required to take it was called consumer education and they told us about like oh like a basic budget um like they told us how to like write a uh write a check yep I think yep. they're like in case you forgot from like fourth grade here's how you write a letter here's some information about credit cards da, da, da. and all these things like I vaguely remember definitely did not retain any of the information but I do remember taking the class the intention was there and so I was like I'm glad we had that I think we had stuff about like uh like don't be scheming out here because <laughs> we remember or I remember watching this movie um Oh, it was like Leonardo DiCaprio, catch me if you can. Leonardo okay. DiCaprio plays this guy who like was just writing bad checks all over the place. So like this class was very unserious. We watched that movie as part of the class. <laughs> but it was like, I could see what like some of the information was helpful. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. do I remember any specifics? No, but I learned it again. 
And I was like, yeah, I remember some of this stuff. Budgeting, credit cards, yeah. Um, but like, and then there was other stuff like, oh, why do I need an ID so I can drive? Okay, sure, whatever. But did I ever let it slip since then? No. But so like, it's a lot of like, looking back on my life, it's a lot of like people telling me like, hey, you need this thing yeah. to go for. And I'm like, okay, sure. You sound very confident in what you're saying. So I'm gonna go. I'll believe you. Yeah. But then too, I remember times where like, I had no idea what was happening. And I'd be like, hello, dad, I need help. Like for my first job, like my first like full-time job on my first day, they were giving me this paperwork about like retirement stuff. I was like, daddy. Oh my God. I finally got to the point where I don't have to call my parents. But the first couple of jobs, I was like, what am I, what is this? Like, what am I circling? What is a withholding? What is a W4 withholding? But I just know what to circle now. Listen, I'm still, I still, I think not last year, but the year before I had to adjust mine. Um, and finally got it right this year and I was like oh okay we're good sweet relief yeah I remember I was just like what is this like filling out your beneficiary stuff the mm-hmm. um like if you want a Roth IRA do you want a 401k oh, yeah. 401k 403b it's just mm-hmm. too much too much that you don't know like you know get a job you know how to do direct deposit but once you get mm-hmm. like your real, real job and you have to fill out those papers. And the people who work there like in HR or work for the company as the representatives, even when you ask them questions, they're like, oh, I can't tell you. Like you have to make the best decision for yourself. You're like, I which, am like, right out of undergrad. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Somebody help which, me. Right. And like to a certain extent, like that makes sense, right? Like you can't have like the company telling you what to select, but like, do you not have like a basic definition sheet? Like, something i don't know a glossary please yeah yeah that was that was rough but we got through that part finally um and you talked a lot too about like um in the pandemic going back to things that helped you be like your younger self and like more childlike so what would you tell your younger self now about being an adult i would tell myself that you're putting on you're putting more pressure on yourself than anybody is ever expecting of you um I think that for me specifically there was a lot that I I was trying to take on more for other people so that they wouldn't be stressed but then in turn stressing myself like way out of proportion and I like through that I really like I guess I learned to not rely on other people mm-hmm. and like looking back on it I'm just like who girl who who told you that who told you that to your face technically no one but also nobody is gonna like necessarily turn down help if you're offering it so like of course if I'm saying like hey do you need help with the thing and I'm saying that to everybody everybody's gonna say yes more than likely uh, but then I wasn't leaving any time for myself to like actually pour into myself mm-hmm. to do the things that I actually enjoy doing. And then I kind of, I think I built up like this resentment <laughs> towards everybody else. Like I'm doing all of these things for everybody and nobody understands that I'm hurting or whatever. But also I wasn't telling anybody any of the things that I was going through. And so like realizing basically that you can be of help to people absolutely that is a beautiful thing but mm-hmm. not at the detriment of yourself 
Yeah. And I think that's such a hard thing. And it's funny, the clip I actually posted today from um, one of the past episodes was saying like, um, people are telling you like, you're really good at doing a lot of things. And then you just keep doing a lot of things. And eventually you're like, wait a second, like I need to pause. And I do feel like with our generation now, we aren't trying to overexert ourselves. But when we are telling people who don't understand that or all, or they are overexerting themselves they're looking at you like you're crazy they're like oh well like it's just one thing and you're like yeah but like this is gonna be the straw that breaks the camel's back so please yep. leave me alone like I told mm-hmm. you no or I told this you this is one thing on top it. of right it is like it's one thing on top of a million things that you have no idea about and so to you yeah sure it is one thing but to me this is my 13th reason like stop it yeah and I think that like if people just operated thinking that people are doing the best they can do and they're not maliciously trying to like make anybody feel bad yes there are people that are doing that but if you just think like they're not intentionally doing anything to me and like you said like nobody's directly said like hey I'm upset or hey like I didn't like that you did something then like don't go through assuming the worst everywhere or thinking that somebody's just trying to be a jerk like personally I feel like I don't have time to walk around being a jerk I'm just trying to maintain myself I think it takes effort to be rude or malicious or like just intentionally trying to hurt people than it does just being a regular decent human being right I really like I really do my best to like not do anything to anybody else and I try to have that same mindset like when encountering other people be like now what are you going through that you that you talking like that that's that's real out of pocket what's going on and but then at the same time I'm like "Mm, you know what do I need to ask what's going on or be like you're clearly going through something I'm gonna just go to the left or the right whatever whichever way I need to go to not deal with this because that seems like a lot good luck to you though Um, And I guess like that is the way that I've kind of tried to not take on more than I really need to. Uh, Because I I know I have the tendency to like try to take on everybody's problems, trying to alleviate things for everybody else. Because why can't we all just calm down and be happy? We can all get what we want. I I don't necessarily have to be the one to figure out what it is that everybody wants. Exactly. I agree with you. I think um seeing a theme and I need to find um some more guys to talk about but I'm really finding this theme in black women especially that everybody's like I'm tired of doing so much for everybody else and it doesn't even have to be anything that was like completely um like a time consuming thing it could be something as simple as like just talking to somebody on the phone and they're just expressing all of their issues and stuff but I feel like Everybody now is like, literally, I'm going to put me first. And then it's again being viewed as bad. Exactly. Exactly. But then it's being viewed as bad because it's like, well, if everybody's putting themselves first, how is anybody helping each other? But I feel like on the plane, you got to put your own oxygen mask on first before you can Mm -hmm. help somebody else. So, And I think there's a difference between like putting yourself first in order to like to benefit yourself to like make sure that you don't burn out on like in any aspect versus being selfish yeah and I think that like as a society we kind of we conflate those two things because 
so much of like what we're told like collectively is what can you do to move capitalism forward and what can you do to contribute to the profit and only the profit and so like that makes us think more individualistically and it's like if all of the women and specifically the black women are just thinking about themselves then who's going to do all the work that we've been putting on them and it's like well you could we learned how to do it so now you can learn and how that to do is it. something i don't i'm really like perplexed by this as well that like I'm sorry, man. I'm really not trying to like call you out, but I'm just confused because even like at work, like talking to men or seeing like how they operate and do things, I'm just confused. I'm like, that made sense to you, like in your brain to do that. And like, this is just strictly work. Like, we're not even going to get into like just personal interactions or like family or anything like that. This is literally just work. And I'm like, is it that you don't care? Is it that you genuinely don't know? Um, is nobody telling you? Like, I don't, I don't understand. I honestly feel like it's like a combination of things. Like, they have not had to care because there has been somebody else that has like cared about like whatever details or whatever like somebody else that is like backing them up to make sure that whatever it is that's being put together turns out good yeah and I think like not having to think about it makes it a lot easier for you to be like for that to be your default because why would why would I care about the details when Susan or whoever is gonna like is gonna execute all the things and catch the things that I missed that I'm not even realizing that I'm missing and so to me of course I did all of the things correctly the first time because somebody else is making sure that I have no idea that I missed anything. And see, and this is where it just goes back to for like work that if everybody, one, is just required and expected to just do their job and I don't, like just their job, just what you were hired to do for one. And then two, if people were better leaders and just being able to have conversations about like, hey, Sam, like you did X, Y, and Z, but like next time, can you do this? And not taking it as an attack. I feel like that would also make workplaces better because the minute you tell somebody they did something wrong or you want to just like provide feedback, it just goes left because they make it seem like it's like, oh, like you're calling me out like you're not my supervisor you're not this you're not that and it's like Like we're not gonna get anywhere if nobody is open to feedback or nobody is open to just i don't even want to say feedback because that word can be taken negatively just a conversation Mm -hmm. just communication back and forth flowing with people about what happened and what expectations are and like revisiting expectations as well because things change Yeah. And then too, like you have plenty of people who are in like leadership positions that don't know how to actually deal with people. And so like that creates an atmosphere where people are like, if anybody has anything to say about anything that I've done ever, obviously it's going to be a negative thing because that's historically what I've experienced. And so that's what I expect. And so like you have that, like, because ABC happened, people expect X, Y, Z. And so like, and it's hard to like to change that but like it's I think I think it's still like it's doable to change as long as people are like being intentional with their actions yeah but you have to commit to doing that too yeah and I do feel like this even just rolls over like I know we started talking about work but even for personal as well because 
um work is where you just spend most of our time for like most of your time is just at work that's just what it yeah. is so it's like when you're at work I won't even say you're necessarily acting like how you would act at home because you spend most of your time at work and then when you're at home it's like you're trying to decompress or not think about work but I right. do think there are some things that overlap sometimes as far as like your communication or like mm-hmm. the feedback and like how you interact and even though people try to keep things separate like things do still intertwine because yeah. you're, you're just a human and that's what happens yeah and I think like I definitely think that people have like their work personalities versus like their home personalities because like I even notice it with myself like the way that the way that I'm going to talk to somebody face to face when I'm at work is going to be way different when I'm home and but that is a thing I have noticed is like when I am annoyed with something or someone and I'm like home or interacting with somebody like out in the street or whatever all of a sudden I'm very corporate in the words that I'm choosing per our conversation you said that you were going to be doing you didn't follow up with that and so I I'm I'm a little confused could you walk me through how we got here I hate like uh, so- corporate and like work jargon so much. Like I try not to use it, but I feel like with communication, it's like for some reason people don't they respond more. Yeah. And I hate it because I'm like, like we all know. Well, I mean, again, maybe everybody doesn't because there's there's different sides of TikTok and there's different sides of Twitter. So maybe the one side sees something that the other side does not. And if you know, you know, I don't even need to dissect what side of Twitter and TikTok and the social medias we're talking about. But it's like, for the most part, we know that saying some of those things is like, I'm trying to come for you. So why don't we mm-hmm. just talk normally? Just saying like, hey, Sam, like, girl, like not saying girl, but I feel like yeah. a regular not saying like, per my conversation or like, yeah, let's not say per my conversation. It just be like, hey, Sam, yeah. I'm following up from what we talked about I think that sounds different to me than per my conversation yeah and I think that like I also think that sometimes like for whatever reason it clicks more and it's more effective like because I've tried having conversations like regular conversations with people and then like they just like completely drop the ball but then when I say like hey so um what we agreed to was to do and that's the, so annoying like, and spelling it come out on. I said the same thing like I said the same thing but you're not listening so now when I'm being very serious all of a sudden it's clicking all of a sudden you're responding and so like I don't know why but hey if that's what works to get whatever needs to be done done then fine that's what I'm gonna need to do yeah and that like yeah and I do agree with that part but then it's just going back to like the basic human decency and how people interact and stuff it's like Mm -hmm. it just doesn't have to be this way just it's not done. be this way. It's super done. Like everything needs to be dismantled. Start the whole world over, please. Honestly, truly, because wow, what have we done to this world? And it's just like I have a little bit of hope, like a little, because we're having these conversations, and then with Gen Z, like there are distinct differences between millennials and Gen Z. But oh, yeah. one thing for sure is that like both of us are just like we don't want to work and slave and do things that don't make sense Uh, um I think that's a reoccurring theme so I have a little bit of hope that things can change but at the same time like 
I don't, I don't even like the word professionalism, but I just can't figure out another way word to use for it. I just think mm-hmm. that some things are being lost of like, how do you handle yourself in certain situations? Because even like thinking about Law and Order, I've been on a Law and Order binge. Um, there was like a celebrity um couple going through some drama, and every time after they got out of court or after they got out of a conversation, like they were just on social media, and the judge was just like, "You cannot do that. <laughs> like you can't just put everything on social media." And I think that the internet um is helpful because one thing I'll say before, like in the closing, is like we met through Instagram, and this yep. is a great like Insta friendship that we have going. But on the other side, like social media is not always used for good things, and it can hurt because you're having a digital footprint that's like forever. Yeah, and I think like when we were coming, like when we were coming of age and whatnot, which sounds weird to say, but like people were definitely like the internet will follow you forever. But, and I think for us, that wasn't necessarily true, but now it really, really is becoming like very true for people because the number of times, like the number of like cancel videos, like, oh, remember when, like back in 2016, such and such said, like the compilation videos, like it actually is legit following. I feel like whatever- they did for MySpace and AIM to cover, not cover up those things, but like not have those things resurface was great. But Which now with Facebook, TikTok, um, even like Vine, like you can still find that, mm-hmm. Yik all those things that oh were on social media. I mean, what was it? Not TikTok became Vine, but um, YouTube has shorts now. So that's like, not yeah. Vine, but like kind of like the short videos. So it's, it's an interesting time in this world. We covered a lot of things, um, a lot. Um, careers, <laughs> being a kid again, finances, work being crazy. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's it's really not good. But I just want to thank you for joining me, Sam, and I appreciate your support of the Adults and Queen, and I love seeing everything you're doing with Adulting SOS. Um, Like I said, Instagram friendships can work out. Um, and it's definitely nice to have somebody doing similar things and we can join forces to keep spreading the message that adulting is ghetto, but somehow we will make <laughs> it through. I don't know how, but somehow we will. Through community. No, you're right. And I actually just had um written out like what are the adults and queen values and like re not rebranding, but like making it clearer what it is that um I do so everybody stay tuned for that but one of the values that I put was community um for the adults because I feel like that's something that has just like kept me going but also been um so instrumental because I've just been able to connect people together or to have them like go to somewhere that I've recommended or whatever it is and that just keeps growing and growing because again adulting is ghetto it's a beautiful thing that you're building thank you you as well and lastly just let them know where your instagram is and i'll tag like your um website and all that stuff but just let them know your instagram anything you got going on that you want them to check out so you can find us at a www.adulting-sos.com don't forget the hyphen because that's going to lead you to a different website and I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, but you can also find us on Instagram at adulting SOS, no hyphen there. Um, you can find all of our content. Some of it is a little old, but I'm trying to come back from my uh, creative rut of last year emerging. I have new hair. And so I'm entering a new era. Is red hair because she was inspired by little mermaid, everybody. Yep. <laughs>
I'm in my Rihanna Loud era, if you will. Got it. Got it. Well, thank you again so much. I hope you all have enjoyed this episode. Sam dropped lots of great gems. Check out all of her stuff and keep fighting the good fight of adulting because it's very ghetto. But we're going to get through together. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode with Sam. You can find her on Instagram at adultingsos and her website is www.adulting-sos.com. Being an adult is hard, but we will all make it through by trying the best we can each day and showing up for ourselves. Remember, no one has this all figured out and adulting is a lifelong journey. Don't forget to become an AQ fan through my Patreon for as low as $5 a month. You'll have access to monthly reflection sheets, a moving checklist, past and Sundays, journal prompts, and more. Shout out to Tamara, Sean, Lauren, and Sixto, my current AQ fans. The monthly subscription goes to producing the podcast, AQ Adventures for content, supplies for merchandise, and more. So thank you again to the AQ fans on my Patreon. Our song for this week is Take Me There by Blackstreet, Blinky Blink, Mace, and Maya from the Regrets movie, a classic. I feel that this resonates with the episode because we were talking about things that make us feel joyful and remind us of childhood that we should get back to doing as an adult. So come on and take my hand to that special place where smiles come to life and dreams come true. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Sip and Sunday. If you enjoyed this episode, like, subscribe, follow, and leave a review on Anchor, Spotify, or Apple. Tag the Adult and Queen on all social media platforms with the hashtag AQSipAndSunday.